0: Section number fifteen of Discovery and Exploration of the Mississippi Valley. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Discovery and Exploration of the Mississippi Valley by John Gilmary Shea. Narrative of the first attempt by Monsieur Cavalier de La Salle. To explore the Mississippi, drawn up from the manuscripts of Father Zenobius Membret, a recollect by Father Chrétien Leclerc. The Seigneur Robert Cavalier de la Salle, a native of Rouen, one of the most distinguished families there, a man of vast intellect, brought up for literary pursuits, capable and learned in every branch, especially in mathematics, naturally enterprising, prudent, and moral had been for some years in Canada, and had already, under the administration of de Courcelles and Talon, shown his great abilities for discoveries. Footnote La Salle, in early life, resolved to consecrate himself to God, in a religious order, and entered the Society of Jesus. After passing ten years, however, teaching and studying in their colleges, he left them, for what reason is not now known and came to Canada to build up his fortunes, for he had lost his inheritance by the unjust provisions of the French law. His previous seclusion from the world had perhaps but too well fitted him for conceiving vast projects, but totally disqualified him for their successful conduct. The minute details, the cautious choice of men, the constant superintendence required in a large establishment were foreign to his character and we shall see in the result see in this the cause of all his misfortunes like many others he thought of finding a way to china and began some enterprise which resulted only in giving the name of lachine to his trading post near montreal the fur trade was the great means of wealth and he next conceived the plan of a large trading monopoly on lake ontario to be centred at fort frontenac from that moment, however, he raised against him all the individual traders in the Indian country, and he was soon aware that this was no speedy road to wealth. His ideas now took a new turn. Joliet had returned to Canada, after exploring the Mississippi with Marquette, far enough to verify the supposition that it emptied into the Gulf of Mexico his accounts of the buffalo country induced la salle to believe that a very lucrative trade in their skins and wool might be opened directly between the buffalo plains and france by the mississippi and gulf without carrying them through canada to secure this was now his object joliet who seems not to have been favored was rewarded with a grant not on the river he had explored but at the other extreme of the french colony the island of anticosti and La Salle, who had secured Frontenac's favor, obtained a royal patent such as he desired. It was, however, provided that he carry on no trade whatever with the Indians called Ottawas and others who bring their beaver skins and other peltries to Montreal, while to him and his company the privilege of the trade in buffalo skins was granted. Volume one, page thirty five the private traders who had already visited the illinois country considered his including it in his grant as unjustifiable and both in the west and at quebec opposed him in every way monopolies having always been objects of dislike a variety of circumstances defeated his first plan in the illinois country in sixteen eighty and no new discovery having been made by himself or hennepin he abandoned his first plan of descending the mississippi in a vessel and sailing thence to the isles and resolved to examine the mouth in boats and acquire such a knowledge of its position as would enable him to reach it direct from france by sea he accordingly sailed down in sixteen eighty two and following the course of marquette and joliet reached their furthest station on the third of march then passing on explored the river to the gulf which he reached on the ninth of april thus crowning the work of the former explorers and with hennepin's voyage tracing its whole course from the falls of st anthony to the sea in pursuance of his plan he returned to france and attempted to reach it by sea but missed the mouth and landing in texas perished in an attempt to reach the illinois country by land as a great but unsuccessful merchant vast and enterprising in his plans though unfitted by early associations from achieving them he presents one of the most striking examples of calm and persevering courage amid difficulties and disasters he rose above every adversity unshaken and undiscouraged ever ready to make the worse the better fortune his life by Sparks is one of the most valuable contributions to the early history of America. End footnote. Monsieur de Frontenac selected him to command Fort Frontenac, where he was nearly a year till coming to France in 1675. He obtained of the court the government and property of the lake and its dependencies on condition of building there a regular stone fort, clearing the ground and making french and indian villages and of supporting there at his own expense a sufficient garrison and recollect missionaries Monsieur de la salle returned to canada and fulfilled these conditions completely a fort with four bastions was built at the entrance of the lake on the northern side at the end of a basin where a considerable fleet of large vessels might be sheltered from the winds this fort enclosed that built by Monsieur de fontenac he also gave us a piece of ground fifteen arpents in front by twenty deep the donation being accepted by monsieur de Frontenac, syndic of our mission it would be difficult to detail the obstacles he had to encounter raised against him daily in the execution of his plans so that he found less opposition in the savage tribes whom he was always able to bring into his plans monsieur de fontenac went up there every year and care was taken to assemble there the chiefs and leading men of the iroquois nations great and small maintaining by this means alliance and commerce with them and disposing them to embrace christianity which was the principal object of the new establishment footnote leclerc page one nineteen the subsequent pages down to page one hundred thirty one relate to the religious affairs of the colony the only reference to la salle is this on page one twenty seven our reverend fathers having obtained of the king letters patent for our establishments at quebec ile-perce and fort Fontenac, they were registered at the sovereign council of quebec and Monsieur de la salle built at his own expense a house on the land he had given us near the fort in which a chapel was made a fine church was afterward added adorned with paintings and necessary vestments also a regular house and appendages completed by the exertions of father joseph dennis End footnote. my design being to treat of the publication of the faith to that prodigious quantity of nations who are comprised in the dominions of the king as his majesty has discovered them we shall continue our subject by those which were made during the rest of the present epoch in all parts of new france while the reverend father jesuits among the southern iroquois on the upper part of the river had the honor of bearing the gospel to the nations bordering on those tribes the peace between the two crowns of france and england giving them free access everywhere without being traversed by the english they announced the faith to the etchemins and other indian nations that came to trade at lou river where the ordinary post of the mission was our missions of st john's river bow basin misamiches Nipissiguit, ristigouche and il Perse were similarly supported we continued to labor for the conversion of the indians of those vast countries comprised under the name of acadia cape breton and the great bay gulf of st lawrence in the time of m de cossel and talon the discoveries were pushed toward the north bay hudson's of which something was known from two or three previous attempts the Sieur de saint-simon was chosen for the expedition with the reverend father albens a jesuit by the maps of the country it is easy to see what difficulties had to be surmounted how much toil and hardship undergone how many falls and rapids to be passed and portages made to reach by land these unknown parts and tribes as far as hudson's bay or strait Monsieur de frontenac was in canada on the return of the party in 1672, this discovery thenceforward enabled them to push the mission much further to the north and draw some elect from those distant nations to receive the first rudiments of Christianity. Until in 1686, the victorious arms of the king, under the guidance of Monsieur de Troyes, d'Iberville, saint Helene, and a number of brave Canadians, by order of the Marquis de then governor-general of the country, conquered those northern parts where, as the French arms are still gloriously maintained, the zeal of the Jesuit fathers is employed in publishing the gospel. The unwearied charity of those illustrious missionaries advanced their labors with much more success during the present epoch, among the Ottawa nations, seconded by the great zeal of Frontenac's protection, and the ascendant which the wisdom of the governor had acquired over the savages a magnificent church furnished with the richest vestments was built at the mission of st mary's of the salt that of the bay of the fetid green bay and michilimackinac island were more and more increased by the gathering of indian tribes the missions around lake Conde superior further north were also increased this lake alone is one hundred and fifty miles long sixty wide and about five hundred in circuit inhabited by different nations whence we may form an idea of the labors of the missionaries in five or six establishments finally in the last years of m de frontenac's first administration seigneur de lutte a man of talent and experience opened a way to the missionaries and the gospel in many different nations turning toward the north of that lake where he even built a fort he advanced as far as the lake of the isati called lake Bouade, from the family name of monsieur de fontenac planting the arms of his majesty in several nations on the right and left where the missionaries still make every effort to introduce christianity the only fruit of which indeed consists in the baptism of some dying children and in rendering adults inexcusable at god's judgment by the gospel preached to them footnote the promise of a general account of discoveries made and his praise of the Jesuit missionaries in the preceding pages must excite contempt when we find them a mask for falsehood and concealment. Nothing here would lead the reader to suppose that Father Alouet and other missionaries had explored the country around Lake Superior for seven years prior to the coming of Frontenac, that an accurate map had been published by them in sixteen seventy two, that Father Marquette, after many disappointments, at last, with Joliet, descended the mississippi far enough to be certain as to the sea into which it emptied yet the discoveries of allouet and the map are in the relations which he elsewhere ridicules the voyage of joliet he must have heard of during his residence in canada and known as well as hennepin who refers to it in his first work even if we are to suppose him never to have read the work of his fellow missionary or thevenot's edition of father marquette's journal in his eagerness to ascribe no discovery to the jesuits he actually sends de Dute to lake isati before any of the missionaries was he there before hennepin End footnote i shall hereafter limit myself to publish the great discoveries made by order of the king under the command of monsieur de frontenac and the direction of monsieur de la salle as being those which promised the greatest fruits for the establishment of the faith if in course of time they are resumed and supported as they deserve the seigneur de la salle having completed the construction of fort frontenac and greatly advanced the establishment of french and indian settlements was induced by the report of many tribes to believe that great progress could be made by pushing on the discoveries by the lakes into the river mississippi which he then supposed to empty into the red sea gulf of california Footnote. This assertion seems perfectly gratuitous and is not justified by the letters patent to La Salle. Joliet's return set the matter at rest and left no doubt as to its emptying into the gulf. In this work, indeed, Marquette is never mentioned and Joliet's voyage decried, if not denied. But in the first of the series of works on La Salle, Hennepin's Description de la Louisiane, Paris, sixteen eighty four of which the printing was completed january fifth sixteen eighty three that is but a few days after Membre's arrival with the account of la salle's voyage the prior voyage of joliet is admitted and la salle's object thus stated toward the end of the year sixteen seventy eight sixteen seventy seven the seigneur de la salle came to france to report to monsieur colbert the execution of his orders he then represented to him that fort frontenac gave him great opportunities for making discoveries with our recollects that his principal design in building the fort had been to continue these discoveries in rich fertile and temperate countries where commerce in the skins and wool of the wild cattle called by the Spaniards cibola might establish a great trade and support powerful colonies that however as it would be difficult to bring these buffalo hides in canoes he prayed Monsieur Colbert to grant him a commission to go and discover the mouth of the great river, Mississippi, on which vessels might be built to come to France, and that, considering the great expense he had undergone in building and supporting Fort Frontenac, he would be placed to grant him an exclusive privilege of trading in buffalo skins, of which he brought one as a sample, and his request was granted. Page 14 and footnote. He made a voyage to France in sixteen seventy seven, and favored by letters from the Count de Frontenac, obtained of the court necessary powers to undertake and carry out this great design at his own expense. Furnished with these powers, he arrived in Canada toward the close of September, sixteen seventy eight, with the Seigneur de Tonty, an Italian gentleman full of spirit and resolution, who afterwards so courageously and faithfully seconded him in all his designs. He also had with him thirty men, pilots, sailors, carpenters, and other mechanics, with all things necessary for his expedition. Some Canadians having joined him, he sent for all his party in advance to Fort Frontenac, where Father Gabriel de la Riborde and Father Luc Puisset were already, and where Fathers Louis Annepin, Zenobis, Mambray, and Militant Watteau now repaired they were all three missionaries of our province of st anthony of padua in artois as well as father Luc pusset his majesty having honoured the recollects with the care of the spiritual direction of the expedition by express orders addressed to father valentin Beroux, commissary provincial and superior of the mission the seigneur de la salle soon followed them the almighty preserving him from many perils in that long voyage from quebec over falls and rapids to fort fontenac where he arrived at last much emaciated deriving new strength from his great courage he issued all his orders and sent off his troop in a brigantine for niagara with father louis on the eighteenth of november the navigation in which they had to encounter many dangers and even disasters crossing the great lake in so advanced a season prevented their reaching niagara river before the fifth of december on the sixth they entered the river and the following days by canoe and land advanced to the spot where the seigneur de la Salle intended to raise a fort and build a bark above Niagara Falls, whence the Saint Lawrence, Le Fleuve, communicates with Lake Conti, Erie, and Lake Fontenac, Ontario, by the said falls and river, which is, as it were, the strait of communication. A glance at the map will show that this project with that of Fort Frontenac and the fort he was about to build at Niagara might excite some jealousy among the Iroquois who dwell in the neighborhood of the Great Lake. The seigneur de La Salle with his usual address met the principal chiefs of those tribes in conference and gained them so completely that they not only agreed to it but even offered to contribute with all their means to the execution of his design. This great concert lasted some time the Seigneur de La Salle also sent many canoes to trade north and south of the lake among these tribes. End of section 15.